Superb special, not just superb, not just special, superb, superb special. She's award-winning radio, TV and podcast host, host of Candid with Lady T, COVID-19 and me, and Lyrically Speaking Podcast. The amazing Affinity Extra presenter, you'll see her on Homegrown Show every week. She has hosted Thy Kingdom Come in Trafalgar Square. And she's also interviewed the likes of Kev on stage, Ms. Karen Gibson, Michelle Williams, Kojo the Comedian, Michelle Wright. And many more. She's the chair of the GMIA UK. That's gospel. She's a ray of sunshine, the smiley, the bubbly, down to earth. See, I tried. Hold, let me let me just keep quiet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just let me tell you what. Let me tell, let me tell you. Let me tell you. So originally, I was gonna say you hone it, but I got lost. <laughs> And I you try. Wanna, I you want to just try it. <laughs> That's so funny. So all I got was to look it, to look it. See, see, all the last. That's so lovely. That's so funny. And a peg, man. That's I got the peg. I got the. You, got, you, got, got, you got, that. got that part right. So I call it also known as Lady T. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm so good. I'm so good. Do you want me to help you to pronounce yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's try it. Let's okay, try. so it's Tolu Lokwe. See that part, that, spin, part. That, that that point, that that was spinning me. <laughs> that was spinning my head. Because oh my I gosh. was the how do you even get how easy? It's like it's just the pronunciation. It's how you like be to tolu lokbe. Tolu Tolu It's okay. It's alright. It's alright. It's cool. It's tolu lokbe. By the end, we'll see if we can if we see if we can do it again. Nah, don't put that pressure on me. <laughs> now, I'm not even going to ask you no questions. What I'm thinking about. <laughs> what I'm say. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. You try, you try. So you for try. those who don't know who you are, who is Lady T and who is Talu? Okay. Oh my gosh. So this is so weird. And it's so weird listening to all the things you just said. I was just like, oh, okay. It's like, all right, interested. Um, so Lady T is. Uh, I guess a, a media personality. So mm. I do radio, I do TV, I do podcasting, um, anything to do with media related, that's me. Mm. Um, and then Tolu or Tolu Lokwe. I'm actually using Tolu Lokwe more than I will. Really? I used to use Tolu yeah, before, yeah. but now I'm using Tolu Lokwe more. Um, uh, so Tolu Lokwe is just your regular, sometimes shy, believe it or not, believe it or not. Shy, can be shy, um, and chilled out person, friend, and you know, um, yeah, I think that's it really. I don't know. Is that shy though? I don't know if I'm shy, maybe just like reserved. That's the word. Mm -hmm. Yes, I can be reserved. Some people find it hard to be that I can be reserved, but trust me, in the right spaces, very reserved. So very, very reserved. And you wouldn't know I was there or just wouldn't think that I would be speaking and stuff like that. So yeah, so the toilet lock can be very reserved as well. So mm. yeah. In three words, describe family life and childhood. <sighs> and why those three words. 
Three words, family life and childhood. Um, my gosh, it was. I think one of them would probably be uh, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you why in a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, oh my gosh, like, I guess, I don't know if it's a word, but growing up quite quickly, like, Mm. becoming an adult quite quickly as well. So, yeah. So, why those three words? So, why those three words? So, fun, I'll I'll start with fun. Just just start, just start, start start high. Start high and then (laughs) then slowly drop. And then slowly drop. So fun because, um, but I think my child was quite fun because mm. we, I was living in Nigeria okay. before coming to the UK. So it was great living in, the, in Nigeria for when I was young till about six and a half and then moved over here with yeah. my brother and my sister because it was three of us at the time before yeah, we moved yeah. here. So it was fun. Um, and, and I think I love the fun part because uh, we got to... I don't know, I guess we got to explore two mm. different types of living. Yeah, yeah. You know, even though some people, some, some of us might not, I don't think my siblings will remember much of Nigeria. Mm. I know I do in mm. certain parts, and I thought it was quite fun. It was yeah. interesting. Um, and then obviously growing up in the UK, that was also fun and interesting. The adjustment in there, you know, making new friends and just the life in general, that was quite fun. Mm. Um, but then the heartbreaking part was when my dad died. Mm. So I was about... I think I was about 11 and a half. Yeah, I was about 11 and a half when my dad died. Mm. So that was pretty heartbreaking because I a lot of people know their dads, you know, throughout the whole life. They're, yeah, they're yeah, there. Yeah. So I only got to know my dad 11 years of my life. And then my brother was only, was only 10 years. Then my sister was nine. And then my youngest brother, sibling, he was only like two and a half. So, wow. yeah, so he got to... He knew who my dad was. And my mum always says this, that when the day that my dad died, my, the, my youngest brother, he was very ill. He was mm. crying. He was sick. They didn't know until when they got the news. So it was just like he knew something. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew something had gone wrong. So that's why he wasn't. You know, he wasn't. So he was like that for like a few days. So, yes, yeah, so it was heartbreaking when my dad died. And then um, the other one was growing up because I had to grow up quite quickly. Mm. So it was four of us. So imagine my mum having... Four kids um, at the age of 30. Mm. So losing your husband at the age of 30, that's quite... Was she even 30? No, she was actually 29. Wow. Yeah, so she hadn't actually turned 30 yet. So she was actually 29 when she lost her husband. So she's now with four kids. Mm. So, um, yeah, I had to grow up quite quickly, you know, like now be like almost like my mum's helping hand, yeah. like her assistant kind of way. So I had to grow up quite quickly, helping out with my brother and my sister. Um, with the house, you know, living, and so it was, yeah, so it had to grow up quite quick, very, very quickly. Would you say that was the defining moment in your younger years? Um, I'd say yes, yeah, because I began to look at life a lot more, I don't know, I guess in the mature sense, mm-hmm. because obviously, as a kid, you don't really, you just live life, you yeah, do whatever, yeah, yeah. you want to go out, you want to do this, you want to do that, but then, like, as an adult, you have to, like, think of, okay, are my siblings okay, is my mum mm. okay, is... Do we have this in the house? You know, I have to, you know, drop them off school or take them to school because we were at the same, the three of us were at the same school, but then my brother was at nursery. Yeah. So I'd come home sometimes, pick him up from nursery while my mom was at work. Mm. Um, and all this just, 
yeah, it, it was a defining responsibility. thing. Yeah, and I think in terms of how I see things now, just as an adult, sometimes I'm like, even when grown adults do certain things, I'm like, that's super childish. Like, why you gotta do that? Like, why you gotta, why you gotta behave like that? Why you gotta talk like that? So yeah, so the grown up part, it has helped like throughout life. Cause yeah, I had to, I had to grow up very quickly. Yeah. What would you say to younger Kalu having to do all of that? <clears throat> now that I know now, what would I say to her? Um, just, it's unfortunate, mm. but just keep, I don't think I would get her to change anything. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep mm. trying, you know, keep helping and remaining respectful and humble. Because mm. I think those key things are really, really important. And people see you differently as well. Mm. They see you completely differently. Like, and when, especially when they know the circumstances, then they meet you and they speak to you and they're like, but aren't you meant to be quite young? Like, how can you talk and behave and be acting and, you know, like that? And I'm like, so I'd be like, yeah, just remain humble and remain respectful. Mm. And that would just get you through it. It's hard. Yeah, 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 definitely. But you'll get through it. You'll so get through it. when you were younger, what did you want to become when you got older? And did that change when that defining moment happened? Um, I think... I, at that, I think at that point, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, like, I think at the age of 10, 11, I didn't really know. I think, to be honest, I think I was in between, like, wanting to be, like, in a band, in a music band, and then wanting to be a pilot. It was just... <laughs> so different. The singing pilot. <laughs> <laughs> that singing would have been so good. The singing pilot. That would have been so good. So good, yeah. So I knew that I was... Like, I, I, yeah, I, I remember around like 11, 10, 12, I wanted to be like maybe in the pop band singing and or a pilot because I really like, I don't know what it is. I like pilot. And I think it might be a bit crazy because actually, no, it's not crazy because my dad was actually in the army. Okay. So I have a lineage of people in the army, in the Navy. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should do something along those lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe be a pilot. Kind of, so yeah, those yeah, are the two so there's, things. There's, 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 a, there's a linkage. Yeah, there is. There, so yeah, there was. Now, do you know what? Now, thinking about it, it's just made sense. It's just actually made sense. It's like, oh, yeah, that's why. That's why. So um, did it change as I grew up? Yes, it did. It, yeah, it did. When I was in, like, middle school, um, the, the wanting to be, the music stuff, like, mm. wanting to be in a band, because my friends and I, we used to, like we were in a girl group, in a group type thing. So we what used to do a lot of... What was a girl group called? We didn't, I don't think we even had an... You had a name? Wait, wait, what was it? Yeah, I knew there was Something Crush. Whoa, what was it? <laughs> what kind of... Whoa, whoa. It was Something Crush. I know we had a concert called Cool Crush, but then we then flipped the name of the crush into something else. I can't remember what it was called. But I remember us being in a girl group. Yeah. And then we used to do a lot of the talent shows at school. And there was one talent show that we did and we were eternal. So I took the lead as, uh, what's her name? Esther. Was it Esther or Kelly? No, Kelly. Yeah. Was it Kelly? Oh, no. I can't remember the lead singer's name now. So I took her role. And apparently, one of my teachers said that, you've got a really good voice. I was like, what? Mm -hmm. What? So what happened? I don't know. I don't know. I think we just went to high school and... That was it. 
That's what happens when the girl groups just break. They just they go their separate ways. They just go their separate ways. Honestly, they go their separate ways. Half of them are like married. They have got kids. She's like, I think we're probably the only one who's still yet to be like. So yeah, tea. Wagwa. Where's the fruits? And I'm like, look, I'm winning other ways. You know. But um, yeah. So yeah. So that just kind of went. Um, and then I guess the other side of music and entertainment developed mm. after college. Yeah. So what was the path that you feel like you wanted to go down when you hit college then? So you hit college and you're yeah. like, okay, music, da, 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 da. So how do you go from, I want to be a part of the music to then wanting to be kind of in and around it from the radio, TV presenter? Um, yeah, so in college, I think I wanted to do um, music management. So I wanted okay. to be an artist manager. Yeah, so for, I don't know what it was, but I just feel like I want. I know I wanted to be in the entertainment. I wanted to be do. I wanted to be like an A and R. That yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I yeah. wanted to be a hotshot A and R <laughs> manager, director, or A and R mogul because I used to watch the likes of um, uh, this guy. Uh, I some people might know who he is. So I think it was. I think it was. was it Jen, I think it was J Lo's manager at the time, or Mariah Carey, but Benny Medina. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's a really huge A and R manager kind mm. of thing. And I was like, oh my god, I want to be like him. And then there were the likes of L A. Reid, yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. had Clive Davis, and all these guys who like used to put these artists together. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to be like these guys. Yeah. So much so that I actually. There was one time we were doing, wanted to do work experience yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to hit up all these record labels You're to do work experience. Yeah. So I hit up Universal. I hit up Atlantic at the time. Uh, even Def Jam. You hit up everybody. <laughs> Sony at the time as well. Um, so all of them. I hit up all of them in the, in the UK. And I even so far as went to, I was like, you know what? I think this is the first time I ever dared to dream outside of the UK. Mm. I actually... Um, sent a uh, letter, not email, not email, no, 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 not email, no. I sent a letter to um, Arista Records. That was the one that was, so that was, uh, Arista Records was where um, the likes of TLC, uh, who else was there? Uh, that record label yeah, at the yeah, time yeah. in America. I sent them a letter and I actually got, an, I actually got a letter back. I said, unfortunately, da 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 da. Damn, how am I going to get into this industry? Like, I really want to go to these places. I want to work in these labels. So that didn't quite happen. Mm. And then the opportunity to do... So my college at the time was wanting to set up a radio station. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I thought... My friend, my, my friend at the time who was like, why don't we just see what they were talking about? So I said, okay, cool. So then we went to the, like, the talk and everything like that. Literally within a couple of weeks... We were setting up a radio station at college. Um, we were, you know, doing playlists. We were writing scripts. We were doing, building the studio, doing this and that. And I was just like, oh my god. So that's when I first got the taste yeah. of doing radio, and that's how I fell into radio because that was not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. It really was not what I wanted to do. I was bent on doing this A and R. I wanted to work for record labels. I have an internship with some independent record labels as wow. well. Um, if y'all know XR Recordings. I did an internship there. And, and that was Adele's former label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there as well. And that was really cool. And I was I really wanted to go. But then when this radio thing came along and I was just like, oh my God, like, okay, this could be good. Mm. So that's how, that's from the college time, that's wow. where radio started. 
and I did not want to do it, but God has a funny way of showing you and yeah. around about things. And it was only like, maybe I was in my second or third year um, at a particular radio station. And yeah. I realized, I was like, wait, so you were taking me down this path because I would still be in the industry, mm. but just for the kingdom. Now I see why those ones didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was why. So yeah, that's, that's how I got here. What would you say are the highlights of your radio career at the moment? Oh my gosh. Highlights. Um, I think, oh my gosh. You know what? This might sound a bit, I don't know, a bit somehow. But it was actually when I got nominated for an award. And that was, I think that was probably like my second year into it. And I was just like, why are you nominating me for, like, <laughs> no, for real, for real. I was like, why? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why are you nominating me for? Like, I don't understand. Like, why, why are you yeah, yeah, yeah. me? Like, there are so many other people who've been doing this for such a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should be getting nominated. Like, but why are you nominating me for the first time? Like, I ain't done nothing. I'm just like, I'm just, I've really just started. Yeah. So that was, I think. At, the, at that very stage, that was a highlight for me then because I was like, wow, okay, you, you don't know who's watching because mm. you're just you. You're just doing what you enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I prayed to God, I said, the next radio job I do, I said, I'll do this, but, then, but if the next one that I do, if you want me to do this, I'll do it. Mm. Well, I got to get paid. <laughs> I can't do it for free no more. No. No. A package job, talking a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was like, God, I was like, listen, I love this, but can I get paid for it? Yeah. So yeah, so that was so that was a that was a good thing. Um and then other highlights, I think other highlights probably was just like um realizing that this thing that I'm doing is bigger than me. Mm. And also I guess interviewing you know what, yeah, I think that Trafalgar Square one was the highlight. Mm. Being in Trafalgar Square, 10,000 people, even thousands more online, yeah. and doing that event, and I was just like, yo, this is huge. And I felt like that was a taste mm. of possibly bigger things to come. Mm. And I was just like, wow, God put me, you put me in front of this. And even the way that happened, I was just like, God, okay. And I was scared. I was just like, I'm used to like a few hundred. Yeah, yeah, but 10,000 yeah. people, <laughs> when you now walk onto that stage, you're just like, because you've got the Archbishop of England one side, then you've got like um, all the heads of like all the, you know, public services, yeah, the yeah. fire, you know, the Met, you're standing next to Crest of the Dick and you're just like, hmm? Okay. Then you're standing next to uh, one of the, the head of the Jewish um, uh, community. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you're standing next to that. And I was just, and I was just like, how is this even possible? Like, how am mm. I even here? And then you walk out into that stage, you've seen 10,000 people, you are encouraging them, they're feeding back, mm. and even more. And I was just like, wow, this is, this is crazy. So I think for me, that is a big highlight. And I was like, wow, God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this exposure. Thank you for this platform that I'm able to do this. And I know for a fact there were non-Christians in that audience as well, wow. as well as Christians. They got to see how we celebrate, how we worship, and how we like how our faith is so important to us, mm. and why we do what we do, and you know who God is. Um, and I know it was by video, but then introducing like the Pope. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like introduce who introduces <laughs> the Pope? 
Get to introduce a poet via video. And I'm just like, how? How is this? So, yeah, so for me, that was a highlight. And I felt like that was uh, an introduction of, I guess, bigger levels mm. to come for me. So, yeah. Before we kind of move on, I just want to first congratulate you for everything that you've done so far. Thank you. And thank you. I also want to say thank you for putting yourself in different positions where we can see not only yourself glow and grow, mm. but you, we've seen how you navigate certain spaces, which then makes it possible for people like me to enter those spaces mm. because of how you navigated them. Thank you. I mean, it's weird. It's just weird you saying that because I think I just do what I do. But then deep down in the back of my mind, I'm reminded that like, even though I do things that like, like no one's watching, mm. sometimes I'm reminded people are watching. Yeah. People are watching. So continue, just be you, remain you. But remember, you're the first representation of who God is. Mm. So live, act be like god but mm. still be you at the same time because some people think christianity is boring and i'm just like because i remember I, I had an inbox someone messaged me in the inbox they were like thank you so much for like making this christian thing look like you can have fun yeah yeah, yeah. that's the main thing like you can have fun because some people think that you can't have fun as a christian mm -hmm. and like thank you for doing that da, da, da. and i was just sat there reading i was there for ages and i was just like god do people really think being a christian means not you know not being free to do things. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just want to be, you have to be closed, you have to be Bible, 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 read, read, study. It's just like, no. There's other elements to us. Exactly. There's other elements to us. So, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful to be able to do my little bit. In 2020, you left your, your job, your radio station at the time. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like at this current moment in time that that was still the right decision and why? Um, yes, it was definitely the right decision mm. for me. Um, it's funny, like when I did, when I, when I handed it in, there was a voice in my head was like, are you sure that was the right thing to do? Mm. Like, are you really sure? But how are you going to do this? How are you going to get by? How are you going to, all these little doubts start to creep in. Mm. And I was just like, mm -mm, no, there was a plan. There's a reason. Mm. Um, and to be honest with you, like. I really, I actually should have left maybe a few years before that, mm. but I didn't mm. because I didn't obey and I didn't listen. So it got to where it did. And then it was just like, I was like, God, <laughs> something needs to happen because either I go to jail or somebody else, somebody else, but they're, they're going to be reading about me a bit differently if something happens, because I'll be like, we need, something needs to happen. So, um, yeah, it was definitely the right decision. Mm. I mean, and in fact, when the pandemic hit, because it was all going, okay, but then when that pandemic hit, oh my God, like, then I thought to myself, again, that, that thought crept in again. Mm. Should you really have left? Yeah, Should yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. This and that. But then it was like, no, it was the right decision because the little opportunities that then happened, mm. I was like, but if I was still there, I wouldn't be able to have this or mm -hmm. I wouldn't have this level of like exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll still be Lady T doing this. Yeah. Because you're like, it's like when you've been doing something for such a long time, 
that's all you know. That's yeah. what people know you for. Like that's you pretty much define yourself. Yeah. So it was just like now nah. I was just like, nah, there's more. Mm -hmm. So all these when these little things started to happen, these little opportunities, you know, and I thank God because I was able to get through that period. Um, you know, God provided. You know, I was. People were, you know, how you doing? Are you okay? How's things going? Mm. But don't get me wrong. There were times where I was just like, what is going on? Mm. Like giving up. I'm tired. When are things going to change? And like, I was emotional. Mm. There, were, there were days where I'd actually be crying. I'd be like, and my housemate would be like, it's okay. It's going to be fine. And my mom's be like, don't worry. And I can sense that my mom knew something was wrong. She felt yeah, like, yeah. you're not yourself. What's mm. wrong? And then so, but I had to somehow find my way out of it. Thank God for my manager who kind of like said, you need to, he was just always encouraging, always encouraging. And then found little things to do. So, but then still I'm like, I made the right decision. Mm. Even though it's hard now, it's, the, it's hard, mm. but it was still the right decision for me. Like I needed to, mm. I really needed to do it. Do you trust God more now? <laughs> ah, I do. I didn't mm. before. I can't lie. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't trust God as much as it's like your faith or you as a Christian, you're only tested when you have literally nothing. Mm. And I mean zero. We're all good yeah. when we've got something. We're like, and then yeah. we forget them prayers that we prayed before. The, yeah. And, you know, and we. We just continue to coast. But when you have nothing, there's nothing to fall back on. Mm. There's nothing. Looking at your account, it's zero, zero, zero. There's zeros. Oh, zeros. There's nothing. And I really had to find God again. I had to find out who he was. I had to remember that he's Jehovah Jireh. He's the provider. Mm. I really had to learn who he was again and trust again. And, you know, and... Now, even even till today, there are times where I feel like, oh my God, like I need to trust God. I need to trust God. I need to trust God. Because there are times where I'm just like, how? But then like the how is like, mm. he's there. Like just ask. Because yeah. I struggle with asking, even God, I struggle with asking God for things as well. Mm. But now I do trust him more. I do like. This journey is not is not like easy. I think when people see me and they see me just doing things online, they think, oh, you know, it's good. But <laughs> you didn't know that I was just crying like about maybe half an hour ago about mm. something. But then I've had to like get out of it and come on and do this. Mm. And but yeah, I definitely trust them more now. Like I have to. There's nothing else you can do. There's no one else to trust. So now I trust them. Yeah, hundred percent more. Hundred percent more. After leaving that radio station in 2020, people doubting your ability, doubting what you could do. How do you then fall back in love with radio? And, and how do you then fall back in love with yourself and what you can do? Man, I can't, that took such a long time. Like, when, <laughs> it's mad, like, when, you're, when, you, when you know that you've been doing things, you're good at what you do. Mm. And then, like, you, you know, and people tell you you're good, da, 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 you, and you know yourself. Like you begin to say, "Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually pretty decent." Thank you, Lord, for this girl. And then all of a sudden, when someone says to you that, you know, 
we don't think you're capable enough. Mm. And I'm like, wait, I'm not capable. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't have the capability to do my job. And I'm just like, like, how, how can you say that to someone? And when that happened, like, literally, when I say that I doubted everything, like, you then begin to think, I can't do things right. When you try to do something, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's, it's the same thing that you've been doing for so many years has been yeah, good, yeah, yeah. and you're doing it, all of a sudden it's wrong. Mm. And you're just like, you can't do anything right. And then you get X'd out from things that would normally, you would normally be doing, that it's your thing to do. And I'm like, wow. So going into 2020, thinking about that, it must have taken me like, so what? Even when lockdown happened in March, I didn't really get out of that space until like July. Mm. It was about July, August time. Like, you know, you had friends encouraging you that you can do it. Like, but look at what you've accomplished. Mm. You can't let one person's word like define those years and say that you're not, you're not, you can't do your job. Mm. And confidence was just shut down like no confidence I didn't have trust in myself I didn't I couldn't and then when you look at yourself and then you kind of like see where you're at it's like is this now this, this is me now this is life now isn't it like mm. I can't do my thing I don't do anything and it was just like what's the point in doing anything now like mm. I can't, can't bother you know no one's going to want to pay attention people only know you for what you were doing mm. and now that you've left who knows who who knows you kind of thing um, and it only, and it wasn't till two people, if not for these two people, kind of like wanting me to do things. I don't, I, I'm not quite sure how far, I don't know if I'll still be here with you. I mean, I would. What, in what capacity? You don't yeah, that's mm -hmm. the thing. What would I be doing if I'm sat here? Like, why would you want to talk to me? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Why do you still want to like, why do you want to find out who Lady T is? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, if not for... And to get back into the radio again, I didn't want to do radio for a long time. I said, I don't want to do radio for a year. Mm. I don't. I said to God, I don't want to do radio for a year. I'm not really into it. I want to focus on doing more TV stuff. Yeah. I want to focus on doing more of the podcast stuff. Like, that's where I want to do my thing. Radio, mm. I don't really want to do. If an opportunity comes up, then maybe I would. But to get back into radio again, I was just like... <sighs> I'm not sure. I don't know. But then when I was asked to do the Lyrically Speaking, mm -hmm. and that was because of an interview that I did with an artist. That was just off the cuff. I said, okay, you know what, let's do an interview. Because I was like, I should just do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. And then <laughs> I was like, and he's like, okay, you know what? I love what you just did. Mm. How about we do this on a bigger scale? How about we do this like um, as a series of like yeah, other yeah, yeah. I was like, why would you want to do that? He's like, why not? Like, he was like, you're really good. Like, you're really good at what you do. And I you want are. that to come. And I want that to, and we, I want people to see that with other artists. And I was like, wow. So within like three or four weeks, I started lyrically speaking. Mm. And then the other one was um, Roger. <laughs> Roger Moore. Roger Moore. So he told me about this opportunity, like, oh, you know, we've got this radio thing going. I didn't get it at first. Mm. And then he kept on calling. He was like, I want you to be a part of it. I want you to come and do your show. I was like, nah. Mm. He still kept calling. I said, mm. I said, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. 
But when you get pushing and pushing and pushing, and then I prayed about it, and then I spoke to my mom and my friend, they were like, well, just do it. See how it goes. You know, at least it's just the radio. It's on the side. Mm. And I was like, okay. So then I did. So then I just started then. But the fact that he kept calling and wanting me to be a part of it, he obviously saw something. He was like, but you're good at what you do. You're good at what you do. Mm. So I want people to be able to see that. I want people to be able to, you know, see how good of a presenter that you are. Like, why you have been asked, you know, just the accomplishments that you have mm. and why you're a good radio presenter. And I was like, okay. So then I did it. And now we're here a year later. So if not for those two opportunities last year, I don't know what I'd be doing now. I don't know if I still have the confidence to even want to even get in front of a mic mm. or get behind a mic or do anything in front of like TV or whatever. I don't know if I would. But those two opportunities were really the booster for me to get back into it. Do you feel like you're now at the best version of yourself? Or do you feel like you're evolved or um, you are? I'm evolved. I'm more evolving now. My best version of myself, I feel like that's continuous. Yeah. It's, that's a continuous thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm on my way there, mm -hmm. slowly, and I'm accepting more things. And mm -hmm. I think one of the key things I've learned is being enough. Mm -hmm. Like, again, I didn't think I was enough. I don't think I'm enough in, like, when it comes to my work stuff or being enough for friends or being enough, you know, in, am I enough in a relationship? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. And even that, even that is another story in itself because I'm just like, am I enough for someone, to, for someone to love me? But then I have to be in a place to be able to love myself mm. before someone else can love me because I can't rely on someone's love or happiness to make me happy. I got to be happy. So I think now I'm in a better place where like, yeah, you're growing, you're evolving, you're, you're beautiful, you, you got it, like, keep working at it, mm. keep practicing, keep doing. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely evolving and getting better at things and, and I think there's, yeah, there's, there's still so much more. Like, I'm not in the, I feel like I'm starting again. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. really feel like I'm starting again and now, like, I've moved away from the Lady T from the radio presenter, like, you know, the Premier Gospel, mm. like, that's who people knew me. So I'm now shifting into a place where, like, I'm Lady T, like, the personality, mm -hmm. the radio presenter, the, the host, the podcaster, and all these things, not just one thing. Mm -hmm. Because that was difficult to do, to get myself just from being that one thing. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm now in a space where I'm able to shift into different areas. And then obviously doing the chair for GMIA as well unexpected but I'm that kind of responsibility so mm. um yeah there's a lot of shifting and growing happening how long do you think it is before lady t is a household name oh my god how are you going to hit me with a question like that um how long I don't know I want it to be sooner man I I I would love for it to be within the next two years mm. I would love for that to be in the next two years because that's where I really, yeah, I hope in the next two years. I'm praying to God that it is in the next two years because I think I'd literally be in my prime and ready to, like, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really am ready. Mm. And 
I guess there's always going to be an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You just got to wait for that opportunity. But in the meantime, I'm doing things and hopefully whatever I'm doing will then lead to that opportunity, mm. you know, because I can't lie. Looking at other comparison was a big thing as well for mm -hmm. me last year because I've compared myself with a lot of people that I saw online. I'm like, why are they, how come, I'm like, oh my God, but that's what I want to be doing. That's where I want to be. Like, how come she's doing this? Or how come he's doing that? Like, how come they got that opportunity? Like, and then you just look at yourself and like, but what am I not doing right? Mm. What am I not doing? You know, but then everybody's path is different, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, to the point where I was just like, oh, maybe I need to start showing a bit of chest or maybe I need to show a bit of backside and start doing this to maybe get a bit noticed, this and that. No disrespect to anybody, but like, I'm just like, is that, is, is that, that's the culture now, isn't it? Like, you got to show a little something to get something. Oh, so I was like, oh my God. And you know what? When that <laughs> thought was crossing my mind, I was just like, but is that what Christ wants you to do? Mm. Is that how, is that how you've gotten to where you have? Yeah. Because you've gotten to where you are now because you've been yourself. You've, you not had to be like other people. So for me, I'm just like, my path is different and I'm praying in the next two years, that happens, like the household name happens. Mm. I wanna be Oprah, man, I wanna be like Oprah. I wanna do Oprah style levels. I wanna do Steve Harvey type levels. I wanna do, you know, the Ellen's, like those are the people that I look at, I'm like, that's where I wanna be. Mm. That's the kind of level in terms of, shows and entertainment and opportunities that they give. Mm -hmm. That's the level I want to be at. And that's what I'm working towards. My last question to you. With where you're at in life right now, what encouragement would you give to yourself? Oh my God. What encouragement would I give to myself? Man. I think it would be definitely what you said. Trust God more. Mm. Continue to trust God. He's able. That I am enough. Mm. Because, like I said, half the time I don't feel like I'm enough. That I don't have enough of what people want or, you know. Um, don't compromise on your values mm. and your belief system. Um, I say that because... And I'm gonna say, I'm, I think, yeah, I'm gonna say actually, because when it comes to work stuff, like I don't, I don't mess about, like mm. I don't, like don't, don't do nonsense. If you're gonna carry on doing that, there will be a time where I will tell you nicely, mm. don't conflict. I don't. When it comes to the, you know, relationship things, because I found sometimes that I would nearly compromise my values mm. because of a guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and no one should do that mm. if a guy or a woman can't respect you for what you believe mm. then allow it and i've come i've come so close to like just forget it like you know what yeah christian yeah whatever i'll just go to god for forgiveness but i have to like i can't take God's forgiveness for granted every single time, mm. just because of a guy. And you and I would also say to myself that love yourself. Don't wait for a guy to love you. Mm. Don't wait for a guy to love you. Don't wait for a guy to to you know show you respect. Don't do all that for yourself. Mm. 
and if so, if if the right person sees it, they see it. If it doesn't, if someone tries to kind of like talk to you and be like, no, you're not rolling with that. If that's not you, that's okay. It's cool. Yeah. But you're enough. Don't compromise on your values and your belief system just for a guy, even if he's a Christian. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. And um, and just keep dreaming. Keep believing. Those visuals that you have, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. It's. In God's time, even though you're about to be a certain age, mm. um, it's in God's time. Mm. And it will all work out eventually. So, yeah, that's what I would tell myself, my encouragement to myself. Um, there's more I could say, but I know for time. But, yeah, those are the things. Yeah. Ladies, please. Ah. Thank you. Thank you. I survived... Not crying. I told you you were going to cry. I had my tissues ready. I felt myself go at one point, but I was like, no, hold it back. Hold it back. But no, thank you. I appreciate it. This was really good. No, I really appreciate you. It felt like a therapy session a little bit, you know. Really? Yeah. It's very like, wow, you actually said that. Okay. Good on you, girl. Yes. But yeah, no, it was great. Thank you so much. It's been so good. So, so good. I loved it. TJH, everybody. He's the dude. He's that guy. Hello. Montel Williams, watch out. Actually, not Montel Williams. Is Montel Williams even still about? Like that? Being... He is, you know. Is he? Yeah. But anyway, he's going to be better than him. So, yeah, we're here. Montel, I'm coming for you, you know. Anyway. <laughs> and Steve as well. He's got for Steve. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching Conversation with H with the amazing. Ah! It's close. Solulokbe. Should I say my full name? My full, yeah, full name. Yeah, Do you want to say it? Thank you guys for watching Conversation H with Tony Lockbear or Lighton and Get Punya Day at the Punya. There you go. Also, also the Lady, lady T. <laughs> <laughs> we have more content with you very soon. <laughs>